Well, hello there, friends. Steve Weens here, your host of This Good Word, as always. And uh, this one's a new one. Uh, it's going to be called Letting Go and Then Grabbing Hold Again. And uh, over the last couple of weeks, I just want to say thank you to those of you who responded to my reposting of your building something, parts one and two. For some reason, a year ago when I originally posted those, those had a, a different kind of resonance and <clears throat> they did again. And I think the reason why is because we're always like all of us are in the middle of doing something risky. It may not even you may not even know how risky it is until you stop and think about it, whether it's a new job you're starting. One of my friends just started. Her name's Jenny. She just started a new job as a professor at a college yesterday, and it's a new thing. Um, and, and it's risky to start a new thing. And you have all kinds of questions that come up for you when you're starting things or when you're creating something. And especially, I think the thing that I hope was one of the most helpful things is that when you're, when you're, um, when you're tempted to judge something a little too early, judge that thing you're working on, judge that thing that you're just starting, that job that you're just starting, that project that you're just starting to work on, it's going to take a while. And you're tempted to judge it using standards that really aren't fair based on the longevity of what you're building. That's what I hope was really helpful. The whole idea behind you're building something really came from, and I shared this on the podcast over the last two weeks, but it came from a conversation that my agent and I had. Um, and the crux of it was that I was I was a little disappointed by something that was going on. And he he, he just said this thing, you're, you're building something. Remember, you're building something. And what I got after thinking about it was, Number one, I don't even really know what I'm building yet. And that was his point, I think, is that um, you may think you know what you're building, but you probably don't. And so be patient and especially don't don't be don't give in to the temptation to judge uh, that thing that you're building. You don't even know what it is yet, maybe based on certain criteria that are pretty momentary, like the sale of a book in a certain week or two, uh, or your performance at a job that you just started, or <laughs> now you may hear the barking of a new dog that we got. We got a puppy and we got her two days ago and she's delightful and so fun. And we're doing all the things like taking her out in the middle of the night to pee and, and trying to make sure she doesn't pee in the house. It's just so crazy. Right. And even with that, there's a, there's a sense of like, okay, like your life is not right now. Like this, this, this dog, the whole thing about this dog is not getting to teach her to go outside to go to the bathroom instead of in your house, but it seems like it. So in the sense of like you're building something with your dog, it feels like all you're doing is making sure that she doesn't pee or poop in the house. And that kind of is it right now. Um, but if she does pee in the house, I remember uh, Mary, my wife, saying before we got her, she goes, you know, I just need to keep telling myself she's going to poop in the house. She's going to pee in the house. She's going to puke in the house. That's just part of it. But the thing that we're building over, you know, hopefully – many, many years with this dog is a companion of joy, uh, you know, and 
So anyway, uh, that was all preamble. What I really want to talk about today is letting go and grabbing hold again. And so uh, I just got back from uh, a longer than normal vacation. I had three weeks off, which is very rare. Um, I haven't had that much time off in a long, long time. And um, so there were some things I had to let go of. And then now I'm back at work. And so there's some things I had to grab a hold again. So I want to talk about the process of what do I need to let go of when I need to let go of something? And then how will I let go of it? And then when it's time to grab a hold of it again, what do I need to grab a hold of again? And how will I do it? And when will I do it? And then and then as I'm letting go of things, uh, I'm going to ask certain questions. I'm going to encourage you to ask certain questions. Like be mindful about what rises up in you as you're letting go of something. And then be mindful of what rises up in you as you're grabbing a hold of it again. So, um, you know, again, maybe you are taking a break from work, uh, or maybe you just did because you, it's summer's, you know, over. And if I would have really thought about this, I would have released this in June when people were before people took vacations. But regardless, I think it might be helpful. Um, maybe you're taking vacation. Uh, one of my friends, actually two of my friends that are pastors took sabbaticals this summer. So, uh, when you're a pastor and you take sabbatical, you get that, you know, maybe once every five years, once every seven years, once every 10 years. And so you really want to be intentional about letting go of certain things. Um, maybe you're letting go of writing for a little while or painting for a little while, or maybe you're even letting go of social media for a while or TV and movies or some, some habit that you have that you want to just take a break from to see who you are when you're, when you're not watching Game of Thrones every single night because, you know, or, or Handmaid's Tale or, um, any other of the beautiful Netflix or Hulu shows. Uh, maybe you're having to take a break from uh, exercising because you got injured. So you're having to let go of exercise for a while. Whatever it is, uh, I want you to think about you're, you're probably in the process of letting go of something right now. <clears throat> and, you know, maybe it's even you've been sick for a while and you're letting go of being sick, you know. Um, again, maybe it's vacation, maybe it's, uh, writing, painting. Um, and so, uh, what I want to ask you or invite you to do is when you've named, first of all, name what you're letting go of, name it, uh, whatever it is, social media, writing, painting, exercising, TV and movies, work. Um, maybe you're going to try to let go of perfectionism. I mean, that's a hard one. Um, one of my friends for Lent, which is a, about a seven-week period of time in the Christian calendar, where some people let go of things intentionally, one of them let go of pleasing people. Oh my gosh, how do you do that, right? So I think it's important to let to name what you're letting go of. So even right now, maybe you're driving, maybe you're running on the treadmill, maybe you're running outside, maybe you're at work. Um, but just, I'm going to give, I'm going to give you just like 10 seconds or so to pause and just whisper it to yourself. Or if you're at a desk, a place where you have a pen, write it down. What are you letting go of right now? Or what are you needing to let go of right now? Maybe it's even something that even as I've been talking about it, you've, you've realized, oh my gosh, I need to let go of this for a while.
And I'm not talking about letting go of it forever. This is something that, because we're going to talk about grabbing a hold of it again too. So we're not talking about quitting something forever. We're, we're talking about putting it down for a little while and then grabbing it up for a little while or then grabbing it up again. So what is it that you need to let go of? Okay, so maybe you've named that. So for me, um, over these last three weeks, it was work, right? And so I named it. I'm going to let go of being a pastor uh, at this certain church that I work at. So then the question is, how will I really let go of it? Because in this, you know, obviously in this day and age, there's email on your cell phone. There's lots and lots of ways to stay connected. And if you want to stay connected when you're away from work, let me tell you, no one's going to stop you. <laughs> let me tell you that, you know, it's sort of this little badge of honor that certain people wear that they're going to go on vacation, but they're going to check in pretty regularly because they say something like, you know, because if I don't check in pretty regularly, I'm just going to get so swamped and I'll never catch up and all that stuff. And I, you know, that, that honestly, that may be true for you. No judgment for you if that's you. But I also want to notice that sometimes, sometimes that is just what, what we say when we can't really let go of something. <laughs> okay. So like you, you just have to be honest enough to admit that. Now, again, your job really may be such that you really can't fully let it go. And I get that. I get that. But for some of us, again, we, we really can let it go. We just don't really know how to or we really feel kind of afraid to because we're addicted to it or something so what i had to do is uh was at least four things i had to put some some real rigid structures around it and the first thing was email so uh before i left i really cleaned out my work email as much as i could i responded to as much as i could Uh, and then i set obviously my vacation reminder so it sent out auto responses to people if they sent me an email during vacation I said, I'm on vacation until this date, and if you need to get a hold of someone, here's who to get a hold of. But then I took it further, and um, I, I have a smartphone, I have a laptop that I continue to work on writing and obviously communicating with different people. So I went ahead and I took my work email off of my computer and off of my phone so that I wouldn't even see those, you know, those, those things rolling in. So... Um, so I, I had to do that because I have been on a day off or something tempted to just check email. So on vacation, I really, um, for myself, this is just my own goal. I, I honestly, for real, did not check any work email for three whole weeks. I really didn't. And it really felt great. But, I, but I'm telling you that taking it off of my phone and my computer made all the difference in the world. Uh, it really, really helped. And I want to say this, like on my smartphone, just for my own health, I have it set up to where um, I, I don't get alerts when a new email comes in. I think that's crazy. I mean, I have three email accounts that I monitor for different things. So if I got a buzz, if my phone buzzed every time an email came in, that would be crazy. So um, whether you're on vacation or not, I would encourage you to think about, think about, if you can, letting go of that push notification that alerts you every time a, an email comes in. Good Lord. For some of you, that may be a Facebook message or an Instagram like or Twitter like. 
I, I just, I don't, you know, that, <laughs> I, I can't see how that's a great thing unless you absolutely have to do it for work. Um, so, but then there were systems I needed to set up. And so between the coworkers that, that I work with, um, I had some conversations with them well before the vacation. I'm thinking about taking this much time off. What do you think about that? Do you think that's possible? Um, there's a few things that, that have to keep happening. Um, and I asked certain people to, um, to do those those things. And I made pretty extensive lists with pretty specific goals. And again, extensive lists. I mean, one of the people they had, they had a one page list. Um, and it was a bunch of items mostly that repeated each week. Uh, but it was really, I thought, you know, it, it was helpful for me to set it up because then next time I'm on vacation, I have that list on a Google doc and it's ready to go for the next, the next time I go off, I don't have to recreate it. Uh, I had to schedule some preachers to fill in while I was gone. And so there were some systems that I had to set up. Uh, there was some pastors on call that I had to make sure these elders that were really gifted and really great at that, that could, um, that could step in. And I was, I got a text from someone while I was on vacation, someone that had a pastoral care need, and I could respond right away saying, Hey, I am praying for you. I'm with you. Um, but I'm going to send this to the pastor on, on call right now, who's one of the elders and she's going to get in touch with you. And so, yes, I got a text and yes, I responded to that text cause it was urgent. And then I sent a quick text to the elder who was the pastor on call. And then that was done. That was it. That was, that was, so I had to re-engage for a moment and then I could pull back. But if I hadn't set up a system where you know there was a pastor on call, one of the elders, then I, I, I would have had to scramble and figure out what to do while on vacation. So setting up systems was really helpful. Um, and then there was times during vacation where you know I'd be hanging out with someone who was a friend, but I remember one specific time, this friend also uh, goes to the church that I work at and uh, she said, Hey, did you hear about, and I could tell she was talking about something from church and I stopped her and I said, I go, don't tell me anything that you think I may have to really engage in and it will take me off of vacation mode. And she knew exactly what I was saying. And it was really, um, it was something that was okay. And so she made the discernment little decision there and told me, and I go, Oh yeah, you know, I, I had heard about that and thanks for telling me, but, but I had to guard that because people aren't really thinking. And <clears throat> now some of you maybe would never run into someone from work when you're on vacation. My job is a little different in the sense that, you know, there's, there's lots of overlap uh, between friends and church and work. And honestly, sometimes that's really great. And honestly, sometimes that really, really sucks. <laughs> Let me just be honest with you. And if you're a pastor, give me a big amen on that. Or if you're in any kind of vocational work where your overlap between friends and work, maybe friends, maybe work and family. Oh my gosh, that's even worse. Um, anyway, that's a different podcast episode about the things that you might need to let go of. Uh, and then another thing is like, when you're on vacation, especially, um, and I'm talking mostly about being on vacation, um, I'm going to make some applications to what you need to let go of regarding writing or, or exercising, social media, that kind of stuff in a second. 
But I'm just talking about what I had to do. I had to also make lists. And so if a certain thing would come up in my mind while I'm on vacation, but I didn't want to engage in it, then I had a running list that I would write down that, you know, this is something that um, I want to get back to when I have time, but just making a list and keeping that list put my mind at ease that I wasn't going to forget it when I got back. And also that I didn't have to attack it right then. And so that was super helpful. So for me, I needed to hit emails, system lists, and then a boundary and conversations. If you're taking a break or if you're letting go of something, again, the main question is name what you're letting go of and then get a dig a little deeper. What do I need to let go of? I listed email, I list systems and lists and combos. You know, if you're taking a break from some creative work, um, you, you need to take a break from it. Like you need to let go of painting, of writing, of uh, creating movies, of um, pottery, of gardening, whatever it is. Well, why? I don't know why you're letting go of it. That's up to you, not me. But you need to say, you know, sort of what do I, uh, what do I need to let go of? If it's social media, then, you know, then you're going to let go of engaging on Twitter, Facebook, email, uh, sorry, Instagram. And, and then, and then how will I let go of it? Again, take it off your phone. Um, uh, whatever version of put away your easels, uh, put away your paints, put them in a place, even write a little note to them saying, I'll be back. Don't worry, (laughs) but get them, find a way to get it out of sight so it can be out of mind, right? And then, um, so you're going to name what you're letting go of. You're going to name how you're going to let go of it and be really thoughtful about that. And then as you've let go of certain things, be mindful about what feelings and emotions rise up for you as you've let go of them, right? Is it gratitude? Um, I've had seasons of letting go of social media for up to 40 days at a time. And I typically notice pretty soon that I feel less anxious. I feel less angry. I feel less reactive. I feel like there's more space. Gratitude rises up. And so then that makes me go, why am I on social media in the first place, right? If it's work that you're letting go of, you know, is it gratitude for the job that rises up? Is it that you miss your job? Is it excitement to have more space and time with the people you love? Is it um, fear that rises up? Is it a kind of dread that rises up because you don't know what you'll do with yourself? Um, I had a friend a long time ago that uh, he was terrible at taking vacations. And even when he did, he would take his family away. But then he would always drive them back early because he needed to get back. And that was kind of a running joke in their family that, uh, yeah, you know, we, we, we say we're going to be gone. You know, we've rented this place for a week, but we'll probably leave after about four days because my dad just can't, can't handle being gone. You know, I thought, oh, my gosh, I never want to be that person. Um, but um, fear, dread, gratitude, excitement, maybe nothing rises Right. Um, But you want to pay attention to that because if you've let go of something for a while and you know you're going to grab a hold of it again, but what rises up for you as you as 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 that time starts drawing near where you're going to grab a hold of it again, if dread rises up for you, if fear rises up for you, um, 
that's that's not something to be afraid of because that's pretty normal. But just gauge the degree of it, right? If it's overwhelming dread, then you're going to want to think about like how you're going to pick that up again. And you may even think about, you know, how long you will continue to hold it. If it's a job, if it's, uh, um, you know, I, I don't know, I, social media, I, I keep saying the same things, but um, notice what rises up in you because it really will affect what you do next. So let's talk about grabbing hold of it again. And, and I think it's, again, it's really important to go through the same steps. What do you need to grab hold again? Go ahead and name it, right? I'm going to grab hold of my creativity again. I'm going to grab hold of um, my artistry. Uh, I'm going to grab hold of work again. I'm going to grab hold for me. I'm going to grab hold of emails again. I'm going to grab hold of tasks and to do's and relationships. And uh, I had to spend a lot of time catching up. I did. I had to spend some time catching up an email, but it was less time than I thought. I mean, it's, it's always like that. Um, there were certain relationships that I had to recheck in on and, and certain, um, when I had certain lists that I wanted to get, get to, uh, with certain priorities kind of right away. And of course I had, you know, sermon to start working on and, and, uh, meetings to get ready for, and the list goes on. And so for me, it was work for you, uh, whether it be exercise or even like, let's say you've let go of Netflix for a while and you're going to grab a hold of it again. You're going to write down TV, movies, whatever, and you're going to feel kind of funny. But then that next step is becomes really important. How will I grab a hold of it again? Like, am I going to grab a hold of it a little differently now? So if you've let go of social media for a while and you're going to grab a hold of it again, maybe before you didn't really have much boundaries around it. And maybe now you're going to grab a hold of it again, but you're going to set some limits on yourself. You know, you're going to say half an hour a day uh, or more or less, but you might even put some, they have so many programs now you can download on your phone or your desktop that monitors your use and then shut you off when you're done. It's pretty great. Um, how will I pick it up again? And, um, you know, here's a little principle I think I've learned over the years is no, like, especially if you've let go of work and you're going to grab a hold of it again, or maybe you've been injured. And so you're going to grab a hold of working out again. Uh, you're going to, you just can do less than you think you can for longer than you think you can. Like if you, like I've been off of work for three weeks, uh, this first week back, um, I, I've just, I've had to notice the stamina is different. Um, my ability to focus for a longer period of time is shorter, and that's okay. I mean, that's just part of it. Like you need to do what you need to do and no one's going to excuse you from doing your job just because you're back from vacation. But you yourself need to need to monitor your own pace. How will I pick it up again? And so um, I spent some time picking up email again. I reached out to a few people that I knew I wanted to get together with and set up meetings with. There was some um, important, there was one important phone call I need to have on the first day back so I could be ready for a meeting on the third day back, right? And so th there's, there's just all kinds of different, um, different things you're gonna need to plug back into. And there's a how to it. So 
be mindful of pace, be mind. And if you're working out again for, for sure after an injury, mm-hmm. uh, oh my gosh, start way slower than you think. Um, I've been lifting pretty regularly and working out really regularly uh, for the last six or seven, almost eight months now. And by the way, that was something I said like way back in November of last year. I'm, 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 I set some intentions and happy to say that that's been one intention, um, working out, lifting that I've been really, really serious about. And after eight months, I can't tell you how grateful I feel in my body and in my mind. Uh, I feel so much better uh, about myself. Um, some of it's, yeah, I had some weight I needed and wanted to lose, but but emotionally, I feel much more regulated. I feel like I have much more space and um, and even lifting, you know, it's like, oh my gosh. So now I, I, I went back to lifting uh, a couple days ago and I'm a little more sore than I normally, you know, would be now because I hadn't lifted much during vacation. I, I still worked out, but I, I just didn't hit the gym much because I was out of town and stuff. So anyway, blah, blah, blah. Um, as you so whatever it is that you're grabbing a hold of again when you choose to grab a hold of it and like if you're deciding you need to let go of something right now i would encourage you to sort of like do that and do the process of letting go but then as you get ready to pick it back up again listen to the podcast again right because naming what you need to grab a hold of again for real and then also naming how will i grab a hold of it like do i need to gra- grab a hold of it a little differently maybe there's a work some new work rhythms that you want to have post vacation. Um, maybe there's some new, again, social media rhythms that you want to have post taking a break from social media. Uh, for my two friends that are pastors, they're about ready to get back into life at work. Okay. Well, grabbing a hold of it again, how you, how do you want to do it after you've had three months off of, of work, of pastoring? It's a big deal. How do you want to do it differently? If you want to do it differently, remember that you're going to be able to do much less than you think you can and don't feel defective. Um, and then I think lastly, again, the same question that you asked yourself when you were letting go of something, what rises up in you as you're grabbing a hold of it again? Is it gratitude? Is it dread? Is it fear? Is it excitement? Is it nothing? I mean, maybe it really is not much. Um, but but pay attention especially to the extreme emotions. Maybe you're super excited to pick it up again, you know, if you've been off of work. And that is so great. But again, maybe you're kind of like the dread level is so strong that as you know, you you now may need to step into a period of discernment about like, okay, how long can I keep holding on to this if I feel this level of dread? Um so friends, I think we're always grabbing hold of something. We're always letting go of things. We're typically in the process of letting go of certain things and grabbing hold of other things that we aren't even really all that aware of. So I think for the bigger things especially, I think having this process of naming what you're letting go of, naming how you're going to let go of it, getting really specific about it, being mindful about the kinds of thoughts and feelings that rise up in you as you're letting go of those things. 
And then again, you just repeat the process. As you grab a hold of things again, you name it. What what exactly am I grabbing hold of again? Reminding. It's not just you're not just picking up exactly the same thing as you as you let go of. You're gonna, usually you're picking it up in a different way. And then how am I going to grab a hold of it again? Um, and when will I do those things? And what emotions and feelings rise up in me as I do that? So uh, I hope this has been helpful. Um, it's been helpful for me to even sort of reflect on the process uh, because I'm definitely still um, in the, I think I, I think I did a pretty good job of letting go. Uh, I really do. But I'm still in the very beginning, really, this is day three of getting back at it at work. And so the, the thoughts of like, okay, how am I going to grab a hold of what I'm grabbing hold of again? And is it going to be differently? Is it going to be the same? Um, and what feelings are rising up in me? This is just really important reflective work. And the reason why it's important is, again, because we're always changing, we're always morphing, we're always growing, we're always letting go of something and grabbing a hold of something. And the more mindful you can get about being in that moment of, what am I letting go of? What am I grabbing a hold of again? How am I doing it? Not to be overly introspective, but to grab a hold of the kinds of change that really do, that really does come. Uh, so my friends, uh, very, very, um, I am excited to be doing this still. I have episode 200 coming up again, coming up. Can't believe it. I've been doing the podcast for four years. I have some exciting guests that I can't wait for you to meet, um, that I'm about to interview. And that's been a grabbing hold. I didn't even talk about that, but I needed to set up the podcast. So it was all ready to go. That was one of the reasons why I just reloaded, um, you're building something part one and part two. I had an original idea that I was going to get something done before I left, but I couldn't and I didn't. And so for the podcast, I just plugged and played some old episodes and no one died. In fact, people were grateful. And that's another thing. It's like, you know, sometimes I feel the pressure. Oh, I have to put out something new every single time. No, you don't. No, you don't. You can, but you don't have to. So, uh, my friends, thank you so much. Uh, I am looking forward to <laughs> continuing this conversation with you about reclaiming what is holy about our humanity. Peace. Hey, friends, thanks so much for listening to This Good Word. If you love this podcast, there's three ways that you can support my work. One is by jumping on Patreon, patreon.com slash thisgoodword. You can become a patron at various levels and get lots of good free stuff, including free tickets to any live events that I do, signed books, and other stuff. The second way is to share your favorite episodes via Twitter and Facebook, uh, email, however it is that you share content. Let some friends know that you love it. And then third is to go on iTunes and leave a rating or a review. So thanks so much, my friends. We are dust and breath. We are limited and limitless. We are human and holy, and we are in it together.